All right, we limp into the uh, final hour of the radio program. Puck and gas from the world-famous Carter Volkswagen studio. Your chance to win uh, Lunch with Listeners brought to you by the Other Coast Cafe. We'll give you a gift card. We'll bribe you for listening. Also, at some point, we got to give away 50 bucks to uh, Zeke's Pizza. It's a Zeke's Pizza Thursday, Beer and Pizza Thursday. They brought in, uh, Zeke's brought in a wonderful, as they do every Thursday, uh, pepperoni pizza and a farm strong Pilsner, uh, which is wonderful. All of it's wonderful. Delicious. I got to uh, say, you know, last so week, we, we had and, and one of your many uh, eating peccadilloes, you're a big cheese pizza guy. You don't like ketchup on a hot dog, yet you like yeah. the pizza that every nine year old in America likes. And their cheese pizza was awesome. Yeah, I'm right. And now this week they send over a pepperoni, and it's fantastic. I, mean, I like a little something on there, don't you, Jackson? Did you, you, want a did little you something? happen to see, you know, when we were talking about the great Anthony Bourdain mm-hmm. last week, and I and I tweeted this out, the video of one of my favorite episodes is when he interviews President Obama in Hanoi, mm-hmm. yeah. sitting in a restaurant, yeah. yeah, and they talked about hot dogs. Yeah. Did yeah. you see that clip? I didn't see that and clip, he asked I remember. Him, he yeah. asked him, Bourdain asked Obama, mm-hmm. as a Chicagoan, what do you think about putting ketchup on a hot dog? Mm-hmm. And Obama spit out his beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, they're very, you, very you, particular. You don't, you don't do that. There's no, there's no. You should go. He said you should go. <laughs> he said, Did he say you should be shot? Did he go to the puck no, level of this? But he said, Bourdain says my daughter puts it on eggs, and Obama was like, you know, there's there's some, there's, a, there's probably a place some therapy she could probably go to. Yeah, all right, all right. So speaking of LeBlanc, so I'm glad you brought that. It's a perfect, LeBlanc is a perfect transition. Because last week you basically you you inadvertently yeah. stepped in it with Wade LeBlanc, uh, but not knowing, but yeah, right? Inadvertently, right, exactly, it was yeah. a complete honest mistake, which people sometimes make on your part. So oh, before I go there, we gave away the hundred dollars to the EQC in our eleven o'clock hour. Our ten o'clock winner was Steve Berg. Yes, our eleven o'clock hour winner is Virginia Owens. Thank you to Virginia Owens, and like Steve, Virginia didn't want to come on. What happened to our listeners? Because we are we are the only ones that put them on and ask them what the phrase that pays, and now they don't want to come on anymore. They do they not like us anymore? So v- Virginia told me when she was twelve minutes late for a business meeting. So I asked her, well, "Why why are you even listening listen to us for?" This is the best part. She says, "Virginia." She says, "Well, I waited because I I I thought that you guys were going to play the sounder, so I was waiting to hear the sounder." <laughs> so she she on her own got twelve minutes late to her business meeting. We give her the hundred dollars, and she's like, "Yeah, thanks. Now piss off. I'm going to go now." Right. I got, yeah, I don't have time for you. Well, it's like last hour when I'm praising our winner Steve Berg for being courteous and not driving and talking, and then it hits me. Well, he called. He was driving and yes. called us to win, so it yeah. only goes so far with Steve. This this safety first thing. Well, Steve in Virginia, I I hope you I hope you spend that money at the Emerald Queen Casino. And I hope you lose it right away. <laughs> I really do. I hope you lose it right away. Uh, the Emerald Queen Casino, they'll do it every hour. Uh, today's the final day, so when you hear that sound or become the 12th caller, uh, dial us up uh, to win $100. Your next chance is going to be in this hour. Ian will do it twice. Softy and Fane will do it uh, three times. The Emerald Queen Casino uh, for the best in live music, comedy, entertainment, dining, and gaming. The Emerald Queen Casino, the place to be. Classic rock to R&B, comedy to country, boxing to MMA. To event tickets available right now. Ticketmaster also at emeraldqueen.com for more information. So I go down there Tuesday, the old safe go field. Mm-hmm, right. Because remember we had, our, we had our old big preseason meeting, right? Yeah, go big wigs right. over there. Yeah, right. And they said, "Why don't you go? You know, come on down. Come on down and that make was, yourself seen once in a while." Yeah, yeah. that was the day. And, and uh, listen, I've been down there a lot. I used to cover the team for crying out loud. I mm-hmm. felt like. You know, I've been down there a ton. Mm-hmm. I don't need to go down there every day anymore. 
And that was at our big meeting, which I had to leave early to go get my pot massage. Right, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's I got right, rubbed yeah. down with cannabis oil. Yeah. That was yeah. fun. I was leaving early, too, for some reason. Yeah, we, we both we, walked out on the big meeting. We left together. So, uh-huh. go down there. But I wanted to go down there to, to thank a couple of people. One, mm-hmm. uh, Marco Gonzalez for coming on earlier in the year. He was great. He was fantastic when he sat down. Our there. last interview with James Paxson, which was fun, which boy, felt oh, he boy. played the Canadian National Anthem, was great. Yeah, that, that went great. He was fun. Liked it. We joked with him a lot. Yeah, yeah. But we would agree Wade LeBlanc was our favorite. He'd be right there. All three of them were great. Wade was at a certain level of greatness. So I wanted to go thank Wade, but then I also wanted to go thank Kelly because Kelly Monroe works with him and mm-hmm. she's whatever. Right. So, but during if, you, if people forgot the the great interview we did with Wade LeBlanc, we were talking, and at the end of the interview, we do the funny, stupid. You know, I think they're funny. I hope other people find it funny. The rapid fire questions. I asked him right. the, the the standard ketchup on a hot dog. It's always the said, last one. And he said, "No, I don't do it." And and. um he goes to say it's also like when people put ketchup on a steak uh-huh. and then everyone's laughing and kind of talking over each other. Yeah, right. And right. Where I say, yeah, people like that should be shot. And you don't mean this. This is hyperbole yes, on your part. I know. And for the people, the few of you that reached out yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. You know, you don't I'm really not think really this. saying that yeah. people should be shot. You're not going not out to get a gun and going into a steakhouse and killing somebody who's eating ketchup with the, uh, it's the on the same steak. People that got mad when I said the painting the other day about Kyle Seeger looks like Corky from Life Goes On. Right. Okay. What you did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so but I didn't hear him. You were, I think, the first to point out to me. Yeah, I think he meant he said I, his wife does this, just as you were saying they should be shot. It was it was such an uh, unfortunate confluence of timing yeah it was awful yeah and then i also added that person should also be fed to the gators right right because he's from louisiana he's a bayou guy yeah. and so we listen to the tape later oh he did in fact say his wife puts steak or puts ketchup on a steak mm-hmm. so i go and then i talk to him he's a great guy i'm in the clubhouse we're chit-chatting uh for a few minutes and so we're having a long chat he's doesn't care at all Thought it was funny. Loved the interview. That's great. Got a good sense of humor. Coming on with us, yeah. he goes. I don't get people when they get so sensitive about stuff. Every and I'm like, I want, I want to marry you. <laughs> I want to marry. You. And, and again, if, if you're listening, Jason's kidding. He's using what's yeah. called hyperbole yes. to make a point. And the uh, so we're having a good a good laugh about. It. He goes, you know what's funny about? It? He's like, ever since I've known her. And she got a she got a laugh out of it. She liked it too. She, she I thought delivered one of the greatest lines. Because I said, because uh, he went and listened to the interview later. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is great. We should. Oh, I can't say that anymore. I can't tell him what to get. But anyways, um, and then his wife listened to it again. They listened to it together, and we're laughing. Right, right. And she goes, well, "You tell that guy if you meet him that I wouldn't be fed to the gators. I would capture one of them. Yeah. I'd eat him. Yeah. And I'd put ketchup on the gator. She'd also take you when you great. came to get her. She'd she'd disarm you immediately. Oh, she'd have no trouble with him." Yeah. Puts like you. And so she's so we're talking, and he's like, yeah, they've done it forever. She's always put ketchup on a steak. I said, if you even took her out to a nice restaurant, he's like, yeah, we've gone to like all the nice ones around here. Mm-hmm. Ruth, and he mentions when he goes, like, yeah, we went to Ruth Chris, and she put ketchup on a steak. I'm like, I'm like, how do you do it? Like, do you look at her? He's like, well, I'd, I just can't get caught up on what somebody else is doing on their food. Right. But he's right. like, yeah, it's not, he didn't say it's embarrassing, but he, kind of, he goes, I just shake my head. Right. I can't right. believe. There's things in any marriage that you just decide, look, I'm not fighting this battle. I got to save my my ammo for some bigger one. So he he goes, you know, he for as long as I've known her, and they've, I think he grew up with it. He's always she's always done it, 
and his and her parents do it. Everyone yeah. in her family does it. So, I mean, it's not a lot of people, but there's a this isn't that unique. There are people that do it. I personally, I love ketchup. I don't do it on steak. On steak, okay. But so wait, if you want to put on a hot dog, fine. But on steak, so and he's like, you know what's weird about it too is like her family's in the restaurant business. Mm. I'm like, all right, and I and I go, but they still put ketchup on the steak, like religiously. Yeah. And he goes, you won't believe what kind of restaurant they own. A steakhouse. A steakhouse. Sure they do. The parents own a steakhouse in Louisiana. And I'm like, so they serve it with ketchup. So obviously you can get a steak there with ketchup. like, oh, yeah. Standard. Blew me away. I'd like to go. Where is it? Do you know? Uh, well, it's... Let's you know, get them Lake to do Charles, lunch with right? listeners. Is, yeah, is it in Lake Charles? Is that where she's I from? I think, yeah. Is she a hometown I, gal? Yeah, I think so. So they're I old, like, so. high school sweethearts or yeah. something? That's great. Good for them. That's, yeah. that's How about fantastic. that, huh? I love that. It I love everything about it. Full circle. Well, we got to find out from wait. Now, what's the name of the restaurant? Yeah, we got to sure get like hats because I bet they have yeah. merch. They probably have a big merch right. counter at uh, at the LeBlanc well, we'll, Steakhouse. Well, we'll go back down there and we'll and I'll ask them. But uh, they were great. He was great. Uh, the Mariners are playing great. But uh, I just thought it was funny. I didn't think that it hit the restaurant. I didn't think when he said, "Yeah, they own a restaurant." I didn't think he would say a steakhouse, but now it all makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, it sure, sure. Sense. It all it all adds up. Well, speaking of the Mariners playing yeah. great, let me update you on our our the poll question was in direct response to yesterday's Mariner yeah. broadcast experience, which was on Facebook, and I encourage you to go to at Gasman two hundred six because I'm desperate for attention. Yes, and there's a lot of cool comments. We don't have time to get to a lot of them today, but there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting things as to why people felt the way they do. Thirty eight percent say they hated it. But 31% said it was okay, the stream was poor, and 19% say they loved it. So, you know, a, a, the majority of people seem yep. to be okay with it. Uh, 12% say they fell down a cat video rabbit hole. Interesting comments, though, from people on why they liked it or why they didn't like it. A lot of shots at the broadcast crew. Uh, oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Which, you know, did look, when Elise Woodward sees this, you're all in big, big damn trouble if you're going to be taking swings. Well, I never, I could never get on, so I never could see it. You never, yeah. I, I was I, never able to, to get there. I, and again, I, I like the idea of having these alternative ways to right, watch. Right, right. Which is all good. Yeah. I just don't like this idea that you can, you're going to have it on Facebook, then have it on Root, too. Mm-hmm. That's well. That's what I would I thought do. You brought up a great point in the sports pit earlier about it. Yeah, you would then have a real, true indication of who wants to see the game on the Facebook platform. And a lot of people said, "Look, because I'm at work, I loved it. I can't." A lot of people who have already cut the cable said, "Look, I I can't see the games on cable, so this gave me a chance to see it." So for those people, it was good. I would be in the group that said it was okay, but my, for whatever reason, the video stream where I was 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 very poor. And I stream stuff all the time, and it's usually. Crystal clear and great. This one was kind of muddy, mm. if that makes sense. No, absolutely. All right, uh, coming up next, uh, Smoking Sports uh, with Terry Blunt, our weekly visit with Terry, who's got a show on Saturdays from 11 uh, to 1, and we spend Thursdays uh, talking all things Seattle sports with him. And also, we get uh, an idea what's going to be happening on his show coming up on Saturday. Smoking Sports with Terry Blunt next. Sports Radio KJR's EQC No Thursday. Win a hundred bucks now. We're taking the twelfth caller at 206-286-9595. That's the kind of fun and games we have around here. Powered by the Emerald Queen Casino, the entertainment capital of the Northwest. Northwest. Washington. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. An update from Shinnecock Hills there in uh, New York. Tiger Woods has just birdied the number five. So he gets a shot back. He's three over. He had a triple to start his day, then a bogey. 
on uh, number two, then some pars, then finally a birdie there at number five. So he is at three over through five holes. Russell Henley, Russell the Muscle, is three under right now through nine holes. Brian Gay is through ten, so he's on turn. He is uh, two under. Uh, Dustin Johnson, who's playing with Tiger Woods, is two under through five. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine players under par. 2018, the 118th uh, U.S. Open. All right, joining us. Oh, before we get him, we've got to give away our $100 EQC note Thursday. Last $100. Our last $100 were ever given away. Boy, it'd be nice if the person who wins hangs around to talk to us this time. He sure did. Hey. He's Jeremy Hartman from Bothell. Jeremy. Nice Hi, Jeremy. Work. Hey, how you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm I'm excellent now. Hundred dollars to the Emerald Queen Casino. What are you going to spend that hundred bucks on? And you want it by just listening to a couple of dopes talk sports. Huh? How about that? Ain't America great? That's it. That's it's it's great again, right? It, it is great again. <laughs> what are you going to spend that hundred dollars on there, Jeremy? I think I'm going to have to blow it on some new Mariners gear. Hey, that's good. There you go, Jeremy. Updates the good. Mariners wardrobe. You going to find yourself in the ballpark this weekend? Uh, not this weekend, uh, June thirtieth. June thirtieth, boy, he's mm-hmm. got he's got the day. Who are they playing yeah. on June thirtieth? The Royals. The Royals. Got gotcha. you. All oh, right, Jerry. Yeah. birthday. Nice. Congratulations. Well, that's awesome. Happy birthday uh, to them. Uh, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, that hundred dollars. Go get yourself some new Mariners gear, Jeremy. We appreciate you listening, dialing us up. Of course, what's the phrase that pays, Jeremy? KJR, best sports radio around. There you go, Jeremy. I mean, listen, it's like we plant these people. Yeah, they know. They know what the phrase <laughs> They get that far, they know what the phrase that pays is. My favorite was the first one, Cube 93. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were our Mariner slogans this year? Remember the one guy said, oh, uh, whatever they were, they were brilliant. Oh, so good. Back in the day when we didn't know what a ball club we had on our hands. That actually, you know what we should do tomorrow? I know I've put you on another assignment, but can we find that show and what were the slogans? Before the season started, I'd love to. I'd love to hear those again. Yeah, it was like the first week. It might have, might have been like opening yeah. day. It might have been the Thursday of our first week together for opening day. We do. Hey, what's our slogan? I've be? put Jackson on an assignment. That's a very lengthy yeah. assignment. Mm-hmm. He looks excited of, about it. Of I wanted to know what we sounded like mm-hmm. uh, back in 2016 when they made the trade for Segura. Right. Yeah. Se- yeah. When they acquired Se- Segura, Hanniger, and there was a third person there that no one ever remembers. The third person, Zach Curtis, was the mm-hmm. left hand pitcher. For Taiwan Walker and Cattell Marte. The problem is it happened Wednesday, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. So nobody, A, nobody's around. No, and nobody... it was Apple Cup was a big game. Right. And so I had I wanted to pull like 30 seconds from each host to see their description of the trade. Because I'm just curious mm-hmm. what we sounded like. I know in reading stuff about it, no one, in all the stuff I read last night, not one person r- rarely mentions Hanniger at all. Right, it's all right. about Segura. Yeah, I've listened to almost yes. everything on the trade. Nothing from that about first Hanniger. day after the trade, and mm-hmm. it was Segura. Nothing, zero Hanniger. Well, no. let's let's start. Uh, let's stop blabbing because I got Terry Blunt's on hold right now. He, he was one hundred percent in favor of that trade. He was the one guy. Yes, remember, he was. He was the you one guy. Believe it. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> Terry Blunt smoking sports with Terry Blunt. He joins us on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. Of course, he's got the Blunt Sports Stock on Saturdays, eleven to one on nine fifty KJR, and the only one. That uh, when the trade happened a couple of years ago, he said Hanniger is going to be the steal, right, Terry? Oh, you better know it. I'll, I did say this. You can ask Curtis this. This did actually happen back uh, before the season started. We were talking about Mariners, and I told Curtis I thought Hanniger had a chance to be an All Star. 
You can go back and look at the tape. Wow. I actually said that. Curtis thought I was crazy, but I actually, actually, and maybe I was crazy, but I actually said that. So, and if he's not an all-star at this point, nobody is. Oh, my gosh. You know, in, in some ways, though, it'll be better if he doesn't get elected because, A, it can allow us to do something we love to do in this town, which is have a chip on our shoulder, yeah. and then, B, right. he'll make the team. Whoever's selecting the players will take him, and he'll have a better chance of being in the game with the game on the line, which when is when matters, he really performs. Because right. if he starts, he'll be done after two or three innings. That's a good point, and he's way better after the seventh inning, as we've all seen, both That's defensively right. and offensively. So. You know, he's just had an amazing season. He's just a super guy, too. You know what he did with those kids where he brought those kids in mm-hmm. uh, to, for the autograph thing where they signed their autograph cards. He, he brought them to the stadium, got other players involved in it. He's just really a great guy. I, I sincerely believe he's on his way to stardom in baseball. He, he, I, I think he's just that good and that kind of a guy. And they just hit the jackpot with that guy. By the way, how long do you think it's been – since you had a caller say, "Hey, I just won a hundred bucks, and I'm going to go spend it on Mariners wow. gear." Yeah, that's great. Great point. <laughs> there, yeah. It's, 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 just, you know, I mean, my gosh, that's that tells you all you need to know right there, doesn't it? You know, I what I what I was encouraged about guys was the again, I don't people, I probably get too caught up in attendance and TV ratings and all that, but when I saw the attendance for the Monday night game, and it was like over twenty thousand, like twenty one thousand people, right, I'm like, right. you're starting to see it now. Because like, normally sure, twenty eight thousand yesterday yeah, for the day game. Yeah, normally on a Monday you wouldn't get that type of crowd this time of year, and I thought that was right. a great indication of people are tuning in more. You know, and more to the well, anecdotal. Apparently, this uh, this Red Sox series is pretty much sold out. I think. Right. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I, I was going to say more to the anecdotal side of it, but again, I, I think I mentioned this. I was in an event recently, and people had their phones out, pointing at the score, showing it to each other. My wife talked about being on the train coming home yesterday, and people on the train are talking about the game. Not hey the Mariners are playing well. Talk about hey do you know the Mariners just won? They just scored two runs. So there's and that's what happens. And we knew it was going to happen. It happens in every town that has a baseball team. When the team gives you something to talk about, people will talk about it. And the M's will tell you they know they haven't been great at giving you a whole lot to talk about for a long time. And they're doing it right now, Terry. I mean every every day you know, is something new. They really are. And what's great about it is this city has really been fortunate recent years because we've gone through this five or six year period where the Seahawks have just been amazing. You know, back-to-back Super Bowls, contenders in the playoffs for a very long time. Now, maybe that's going to wane a little bit. But all of a sudden, we've got on the other end a Mariners team that is absolutely for real, 20 games over five hundred, uh, a true contender to make the playoffs for the first time in 16 years. So as a city, you know, we're doing pretty well. <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a really lucky thing to be at a point where here the Seahawks may be – going to be in a situation where we're going to fall off a little bit, but now the Mariners are going to pick it up, and who would have believed it You know, when the season started? And it just seems like it's it's every night, which is cool to watch this team, that every night there's a different hero. There's a different story. There's somebody else that's making a play or a pitcher or a guy getting a hit or making a great defensive play. It's not just one person that is carrying this ball or two people. And it's like it is, honestly, it's a it's a team effort. There is someone new almost every single night. I love how uh, last night uh, Mitch said when when uh, when the uh, when they got behind six to four the Angels had two home runs to take a six four lead and all of a sudden Mitch and Zanino were back in the back in the clubhouse 
And they, and he said mm-hmm. to Mike Zanino, he said, we are going to win this game. Mm-hmm. And Zanino said, yeah, I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they're not just saying it. They believe it. They believe every night, every day, they're going to come back and win no matter what the situation is. That was an incredible game yesterday. They get up, you know, two to nothing. They get a four to one. Then it's four to four. Then they're down six to four. Then they come back and tie it. Looked like they tied it on a really controversial play at the plate when they called Segura out. Uh, you know, crazy play there. Then amazing ninth inning defensive play by Hanniger before he hits the home yeah. run to win it. Yeah. It's just, it's a joy to watch them every single day because you, you feel like no matter what, they're in every game and they, you know, they feel like they're in every game. And, you know, you talk about the, the team wide thing. The other thing, and maybe it's, maybe this is what creates a team wide, a belief and a team wide thing where everybody's helping. They've they've had to overcome so much to get here. I, I'm never surprised by baseball. If you told me at the start of the year this is how they're going to be, I'd be like, yeah, okay. I bet Felix is red hot. I bet they haven't had one injury. Yeah. <laughs> I bet every you know, and you think, well, now wait, actually, it's the exact opposite. And and that to me, Terry, is the most amazing mm-hmm. thing about this. Well, it really is. You know, they're. I think they're beyond the point where people wonder, hey, is it just a fluke? Are they really this good? You don't get 20 games over 500 in June and not be good. But they are. this is the Big Ten, no pun intended, coming up here. These next 10 games are really huge. You know, they have Boston at home for four games. Then they go on the road to the Yankees and Boston. Those 10 games coming up are going to really say something about this team. And, you know, even if they went four and six, they'd be okay. But I don't think they will. I think they're going to do well. I think they're beyond the point where they say, oh, can we play with these guys? They say, hey, can you play with us? Right. You know, that's how they feel. So I think it's going to be fun to really bear down and see what happens these 10 games and see how they do. And I expect they're going to do well. I know they're fired up about it. And this – Sellout crowds the next four not four days is going to be great to watch. Then they hit the road, and I, I believe they're going to surprise people. And and it's and they these guys, you know, I think we've talked about this before. Where, where athletes will say, "Hey, I don't pay attention to it. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's being said." They they know a lot more. And hell, I'll say they know almost everything that is being talked about. Oh, them. of course, because yeah. you walk yeah. into a clubhouse. One is. First of all, the papers are everywhere. They're reading the papers. The TV's on. The TVs are yeah. on. They they listen. I mean, they acknowledge it. You know, it's but they're it's like a defense mechanism. No, I don't. I, I tune it out. All that. They right. know that people are saying, "Oh, wait until you face someone good." Well, the Angels were supposed to be kind of that team. Mm-hmm. I know they right. were dealing with some injuries. Well, they swept them, and now it's the Red Sox. Well, yeah, but you're not the Red Sox. So. I think it, yeah, it plays to their advantage right now because I think they will they will view this. It's not going to end their season. Whatever happens in this series, it's not going to make them a World Series favorite if they sweep them. But I think yeah. that they have this chip on their shoulder in this series to prove not necessarily maybe Seattle fans, but I think the rest of the country. I, I get up every morning and I watch MLB Network and I watch their right. their their morning show all the time. I mean, they spend and God bless, I love all of them. They they'll I don't think they've spent more than five minutes on the team this week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they're, the, yeah. they're they got the third what third best record in baseball right now. I mean, think about yeah, it. Yeah, you know, it's true, and they're they're they are getting a little bit more attention. But I, when I was at ESPN, we used to always joke that uh, is it actually possible for us to have a Sunday night game that's not Boston and the Yankees? You know, I mean, every single Sunday night it seemed yeah. like it was Boston and the Yankees because ESPN is literally the ESPN headquarters is literally right in between Boston and New York City. 
<laughs> in Connecticut, in Bristol, Connecticut. And it's just like nothing else mattered. And we used to joke about it, saying, you know, there are other teams out there that are good. So it's the same type of mentality that you have now. But yeah. I've noticed, though, they're starting to get a lot more national attention. They're getting talked about in USA Today. They're getting talked about on some national shows. And they'll obviously get talked about a lot this weekend, regardless of what happens. So, I, you know, it's, it's a little bit like to me, and I hate to make another reference, you know, with the Seahawks, but it's a little bit like where the Seahawks were in 2012, where – you know, people thought they weren't very good. They ripped, they ripped Wilson. Said, "Oh, he's just a, you know, just a game manager." And they don't really have any good receivers. They have Baldwin, and he's not that great. And you know, they have this, that, and the other. All these things that said they weren't that good, and they wanted to show everybody they were that good. I kind of think that's where the Mariners are right now. People saying, "Yeah, but you don't really blah blah blah," and they're saying, "No, yeah, we are. <laughs> we we really are this good, and this is the time to show it." And I I just. I can't wait. I can't wait. Again, it's another situation where here we are in the middle of June, and baseball means so much for the first time in how long any of us can remember here. And I just can't wait. Intriguing matchup tonight at Safeco Field on the mound with noted video game enthusiast David Price (laughs) squaring off against Felix Hernandez. And I don't know. I mean, do we still have hope that Felix could could get dialed into whatever his new normal is going to be. Two games ago, he looked great. Last game, he looked terrible. Are we to the point, Terry, where we just have to pick spots and hope for the best? Because Felix, it's been a struggle this year, and it hurts all of us watching him. But boy, could he pick the team up tonight with a good performance and get this series off to a good start. Where are you at with him? Do you... is? Is there no hope for recovery with the continued fall in velocity and the continued fall in effectiveness, or is there a point where he will level off and kind of figure out what this is going to be? I think there is. I think Felix is learning how to transition in a different part of his career, as so many pitchers do, where you can no longer overpower people and you just have to learn to outpitch them. He's capable of doing that. Uh, he had a really poor outing last time out. I don't think he will do that this time. I, you know, he he's going to get up for big games too. You know, if he just goes out there and gives them five or six innings and three runs or or so or even four, they're they're okay. They're still in the game. And David Price has been no world beater this year either. He's got an ERA of four. He's had some bad outings, although he's pitched well in his history against the Mariners. But, yeah, they just need him to go out there and keep them in the game. Just don't blow it up early. If he just gets by the first and second inning where he struggled, they're going to be okay. Just just give them a chance to stay in the game. That's all they've asked from all their starters. And they've done it for the most part. So if he can do that, and I think he's still capable of doing that, I think he's in a he's still trying to learn what he needs to do as a pitcher in his situation where he no longer can be what he once was. But I think he still can be a good major league pitcher, and he's learning. He's gradually learning how to do that. I, I still believe. I still have faith that he can have a productive second half of the season. Yeah, I guess there therein lies the rub with them because I agree a little bit with what you guys are saying. I, I but it's been two years now. It's been two years yeah. where they've asked him to be this different right. pitcher, and right. he's not. When's it going to happen? He says the right things, and he but then he doesn't fully commit. I mean, we joke about this. It should start tonight. They should get rid of the K cards. They honestly, I swear to God, they should get rid of it. Stop yeah. doing it. Stop doing it because it's I not who it, he is anymore. I think it gets in his head, right. and I think it's an. But but beyond that, he. I, I don't know. I, I don't think 
I just don't think he can get past it. I don't think he can get past this thing in his head where it tells him that he was once this pitcher and now he's got to pitch this different way because it's it's like two years now. I mean, at some point you've got to realize what it is. But, I mean, I hope he does. I mean, I, I hope he can turn it around because he's, I mean, the, he's point, the one it's just, guy. It's almost a bonus to them if he does because they've mm-hmm. gotten so much out of their number four and five starters, which no one expected. So now it's kind of it's just turned the opposite way. If they can just get something out of him, which when the season started, they were hoping they could just get something out of their number four and five guys. Yeah. Now it's just the opposite. If they can just get something out of him where he can keep them in games, they're okay. And it's it's really tough to say. I know Felix gets up for games like this that he knows are really big games on the line at the home crowd, but it doesn't. You're right. It doesn't do him any favors to have those people out there holding the strikeout cards and all that stuff because that's that's kind of agging him on to be what he doesn't need to do. So he needs to learn from that. I hope he has. I think he will. Uh, no matter what happens with him, this team is going to be in the hunt the rest of the way. I, I'm confident of that at this point. What, uh, what do you got coming up on, on Saturday? What's the Mount Rushmore question? Well, with the U.S. Open, I'm sitting here watching the U.S. Open. Wow, holy cow. This is the U.S. Open like we remembered it. You got Rory McIlroy shot an 80 today. Mm -hmm. Jason Day was 9 over. Spieth was 8 over. Mickelson, 7 over. Watson, 7 over. Rory McIlroy was 10 over after 11 holes, and I tweeted, hey, that's kind of like a good day for me. So, uh, holy moly, these guys are really struggling out here, and it's it's kind of an wild to watch so with that the whole mount rushmore question is just going to be have people pick your mount rushmore all time of golfers who are your four guys you would put on mount rushmore and we're also going to have the legendary former tacoma paper huge golf expert todd millis on to talk about the u.s open he's covered many u.s opens for the common news tribune and he really knows more about golf probably than anybody around here he's going to be on the show talking about what's happened in the u.s open what he thinks of Shinnecock Hills, if he thinks uh, Chambers Bay will ever get another chance. Will they ever get another chance to host the U.S. Open after hosting the one that didn't go so well? Uh, we're going to have him on. We're also going to have on Chris Fetters of Dogman.com to talk about the amazing, other amazing baseball team in town and UW before they open uh, the World Series against Mississippi State later in the day. He's going to come in and talk about them and also talk a little bit about dogs football as uh, we're getting closer to the start of college football season. And we're going to, of course, have your own Jackson Feltz on to talk about what's going on in the World Cup, talk about what the chances are of Seattle actually becoming a host city in 2026 for the World Cup, and what's going on with the Sounders. Jeez, Terry, you got two hours. You now, how are you going to get all that in hours? for Pete's sake? Stop, <laughs> stop showing off. Stop making yeah. it look bad for the rest of us. <laughs> Why don't you just carry that over to Monday from 10 to 1? Yeah, right. Oh, there you go. Yeah, well, and we also have to, you know, Curtis has got to get in his two cents oh, worth of news. So. Jesus, mother uh, This guy, God. All right, all right. Terry, we'll, we'll be tuning in on Saturday. Okay, guys, thanks. There thanks, is. Terry. Terry Blunt, uh, Spoken Sports with Terry Blunt. Blunt Sports Talk, Saturdays, 11 uh, to 1 o'clock. Uh, God, I was going to ask you this uh, question about the. You know, I'm going to save the college football thing for tomorrow. We don't have time. Yeah, it's a, it's a big deal. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's, a, it's an interesting story. I got to give away fifty bucks to Zeke's Pizza. Fifty bucks to Zeke's Pizza. What, Jackson? I had an idea for this. If you didn't have something already, no, I got it right now. Okay, this is perfect. Can we hear his idea just in case it was good? Uh, I don't think we should. I think we should go with yours. I, I just was. I agree know. as well, but. 
Well, what what was your idea? There were the two best slogans, and I have the audio from them, and they were far and away your two favorite ones. If people remember what no those way two people are, are good. I, I mean, hell, we can't remember them. One was well, about I can't remember because them. I had somebody who called. I had two people who oh, called I in and gave them. each of them. Yeah, no, so I can't remember. That. No, I I I, I like one I, was about water in the grass or something. I recall. Yeah, I do right? remember that. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. want them? Well, bounce. Yeah, well, come back on the next All segment. Right, come good. back with no, them. I was just going like to ask people, the, based because the Mariners have 44 wins, mm-hmm. the 44th caller who has been listening throughout the show, throughout the show <laughs> what pizza and what beer did Zeke's Pizza bring us today? There you go. 44th caller with the correct answer. We'll get 50 bucks uh, to Zeke's Pizza, uh, and then we'll find out what's happening up in the Mayor's show uh, coming up next. His show starting at 1 o'clock. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Congratulations to David Arnold. He won the uh, 50 bucks to Zeke's Pizza. He correctly remembered what Zeke's Pizza brought us today. Pepperoni Pizza, Farm Strong Pilsner. A wonderful combination. Again, download the Zeke's Pizza app right now. You can order pizza. And also now with your delivery to your home or work, they will bring beer, cider, and wine. If you're at the Mayor of Maple Valley Tournament tomorrow, there's going to be food there. But let's say you want some pizza. You'd like Zeke's to deliver you pizza out to the uh, golf course. They'll sure. do it. Why not? And they'll bring beer for you. Because with these drunks that are going to be playing this thing tomorrow, we may run out of it. What do you think? Well. Chance? Well, I know what we will run out of. It's the stuff that Georgetown will bring on the course. I would be substantial if we ran out, period, though. Oh, it would be. You, how's the game? Have you you prepped up for it for tomorrow? A little rain today. That's okay. Oh yeah, should be nice and sunny tomorrow. Soften things up for Soften us. Soften because I'm gonna I'm, just I'm, like Shinnecock. I'm going right for the flag. Yeah, Penn Zeke and tomorrow. Can I tell you guys yeah. a story that'll just warm your flag. little cougar hearts? Yes, yeah. yeah, sir. In this kind of this same vein, uh, remember the Washington State Cougars in 1994? I think went to the Alamo Bowl in San Antonio, and yeah, some somebody from here. I remember the Cougars, the Bush. They chartered a plane. And we were carrying the Cougar games, I think, at the time. So a lot of us were on the plane. Mm-hmm. But the whole plane packed with Cougar fans, and it's direct from Seattle to San Antonio. So it's a long flight. And we're about a half hour from landing. And I don't recall it as being insanely rowdy and crazy and all that. But it was loud. People were having fun. And the flight attendant says, the pilot has asked me to make a special announcement. Gentlemen. For the first time in this company's history... We have run out of liquor on a charter plane. And I mean, a place, <laughs> the cabin goes nuts. I said, don't ask because we don't have any beer. We don't have any whiskey. We got no, there is nothing cooking left. Wine? No, I don't, I think they had any cooking wine. That people, it was, nobody was upset because we were, upset they we were, were done. We were done. It was, it was time to get on the ground and wow. navigate our way to the hotel. Wow. So full of cougars, charter plane, fully stocked. Empty before you got to say Well, there Antonio. used to be a thing called Cougar. Did you yeah, right? yeah, this was that. not that, but yeah, I remember Cougar. The Cougar, yeah. and then that got shut down because yeah. they, in their infinite wisdom at Horizon, back when it was Horizon, decided to put a couple old curmudgeon flight attendants on a couple of those flights, and they mm-hmm. couldn't understand why. They, they It was beyond them why people wanted to have a couple cocktails and yeah. why they might have been, quote, inebriated coming back from a, a football game. Sure. And then some guys got a little out of control, and then they did the same thing. One time they empty, literally emptied out the little cart, the little mini cart yeah. for an hour flight. And it was, yeah, they 
They had some issues. And they some guy tried to open up the emergency yeah. exit. Let's yeah. see if I can fly. <laughs> D.B. Cooper. <laughs> Woo! Uh, you want to hear a great line from Gary Payton on yeah. these say, when, when, when they were in the press? Because they used to remember they used to serve booze on team planes. They yeah. don't do that anymore. Yeah. They've had, been, they used to have it. I remember, X, I remember X-Men used to have a beer after the game doing post-game interviews. Yeah. Like, but on team, on team planes, sure. they used to, and then they kind of yeah. stopped. And yeah. the Sonics were right in the middle of stopping. Yeah. And they're they're waiting for Peyton to get to the airport one time, and they're waiting. And Westfall's the coach, and he's furious that Peyton's late, but he knows he can't leave without him. He's totally screwed. That would be here. good if you kept the glove. Yeah. So <laughs> finally, the glove gets there, and the the edicts have gone out. No more drinking on the team plate. And Peyton walked on the team. He had like a bottle of Crown Royal, and says, "I need a cup and some ice." <laughs> Bring BYOB. Yeah. Best parties in the you world. Know what? Yeah. Hey, the glove was prepared. The glove. Oh, and I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to. I'll have our cart stocked tomorrow. Beautiful. Stocked. Yeah. Stocked. Good. Stocked. Nice. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost. It's absurd how stocked like it's it. going to be. I'm I not like sure. If I got the says... van take picking us up here at one thirty. Yeah. Be out there in an hour. Nice I just saw. I just saw Woods at the drink cart, and I think that's maybe helping him. It's kind of raining uh, him back in. Oh yeah, but... Tiger. He birdied number five. He uh, parred. He should have made a birdie on number six, but he is at three over right now. So he's he's riding the ship after his opening triple. Uh, the leader right now in the clubhouse, Scott Piercy and uh, Ian Poulter at one under. Dustin Johnson now one under. It's through seven. DJ, so, yeah. somebody took him into the golf yeah, league. Yeah. Uh, what do you got coming up on the how show? About, today? How about Tiger at triple on one? Oh, that's never man. happened to any of us before. He was, uh, and the best part about it, he was 150 yards out. Well, he hit two of the first three fairways, right? And then, and still was four. But that's golf. 150 yards out, second shot, and he gets a triple. Puck, a par is your friend. Yes, it is. Open. Not uh, tomorrow, though. Par is your friend. He birdies tomorrow. Chris Carson's going to join us here in about hey. 20 minutes. So. Seahawk running back. Perfect. You've heard of him, haven't you? Yes, sir. The forgotten man. We'll he looks great. Him. We'll get a Red Sox preview as well, and we'll okay. talk about why or why not we should welcome the World Cup here. All right, perfect. Yeah. The mayor of Maple Valley, six unders our score tomorrow, sir. That will be six a record for that under. tournament. That will be a record. And we're going to set a record. And we're going to do it. You know, if we're hitting a six under, we're shooting from the black tee as a final It's fine. Four five but holes. we're going to do it with 35 beers in us. 35. One I bought ha- so much, it's obscene how much I've bought. One half of the equation is true. Huh? One half of that equation yeah, will be true. It's going to be a nightmare tomorrow. <laughs> but I can't wait. The mayor of Maple Valley is coming up uh, next and also a U.S. Open update. No shirt, no shoes, no dice. Anybody like to smoke some pot? I was born to love you. I was born to lick your face. I was born to rub you. But you were born to rub me first. What do you need my address for? We'd like to send out a mailer. Mother of mercy, I don't speak Japanese! <laughs>